Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast, where Mel Histon will guide you through life's big questions and bring you one step closer to doing this crazy journey as best you can. Hey Soul Sisters, today I have a fabulous Soul Sister with me, Tanya Kelly. Hey, how you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, great. Now, the reason why I've asked Tanya to come in is that I find her incredibly intriguing. She is a practitioner in Australian Bush Essence Therapies, which I had kind of heard of, I think, when I went to a Louise Hay conference years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Somebody was there talking about bushflower essences. Tanya is also a Reiki mm-hmm. practitioner. Yes. And an author of three books. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Been busy. So, number one, I love hearing about different alternate therapies. Mm. Do you know what? They have really helped me in my life. I'm a big believer in traditional medicine and, you know, if you've got ailments, you need to go to the doctor. But I love alternate therapies and they've taken me on this whole side of self-discovery that I never would have. I'm the same. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. In my early 20s is when I first started to look into alternative therapies of what they were called back then. Yeah. Herbal medicines, Reiki, all of those sort of things. And then from there... It's just grown, yeah. my interest in those and my knowledge and wanting to actually be a practitioner of those things as well. Yeah. And it's funny because I know a lot of people are not necessarily into alternate therapies. I, I've got some friends and they're like, yeah, it's just too wee-wee, like too wee-wee, don't yes. get it, don't understand. I totally get that. But I just know we are literally all trying to navigate this crazy mm. life journey as best we can. Need as much help as possible. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Especially. Absolutely. So I'm really curious because when I was doing a bit of research and reading about you, you work for an imaging business. I do. Have been there for 20 years. So you work in the medical realm. Yes. I don't work as a... Radiographer. No, I work with the computer system of all things. (laughs) (laughs) So you're in IT? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So how on earth did you discover <laughs> Australian bushflower essences? How and, and how does that even work? What's balance. the journey? I needed balance. Yeah. Yeah. So being in that technical realm where I have to use the logical side of my mind and be analytical, it was more for me being able to be creative and getting into my intuition. And Australian bushflower essences I've used for years. In years, and that was to help with my things like anxiety and my own depression. Yeah. And so they helped me get through those things. And then when my daughter was going through a really difficult time about two years ago, we did the traditional route and, and needed to do the traditional route of psychology and, and other things. But I found for her the Australian bushflower essences really helped with the underlying negative beliefs that she was having about herself. So for me, I really wanted to get all the knowledge I could so I could make my own blends for her and also support me as well through that time because it was really quite difficult as a mum to see your child suffering, yeah, heart-wrenching, and you can't fix it. There would be a lot of mums that would totally yes. relate to that. It's so, really hard when totally. your children are, uh, yeah. Well, and you don't have the tools. You're not supposed to have the tools to fix it for them, but you can help them and you can support yeah. them by doing these things. And then for me, it was more about making sure that I was able to support myself while I was helping her through that journey as well. So learning about them and doing the correspondence course, which was fantastic because it was through lockdown. So yeah. I was able to do it all through correspondence and learned so much and brilliant. Okay, so tell me, 
what is it? Because <laughs> I actually don't, I don't fully understand. Yeah. yeah. So what Australian bush essences. So think of the the flowers as something like the Waratah flower. It's quite red and vibrant and, and beautiful, and it's very bold. It's Ian White with the Australian bush essences. He takes the flowers and puts them into a big bowl of water out in nature, and they basically draw the essence from the flower or from the petals into the water to make a stock essence. Yeah. And so when you think of the flowers, you're looking at things like their colour, where they grow, how they grow. So if you're looking at red, it's quite vibrant and bold and that can help things to be more confident. Yeah. There's other flowers like a fringed violet, which is really good for the integrity of the aura. And it's when you look at the flower, it's got purple petals and it's got little fluffy bits at the end of the petals that actually look like the aura. So yeah. it's really looking at things like that at the flower and seeing where it grows as to what attributes it can give to a person as well. So once you get those and you can have a look at where they act in that chakra system as well. Yeah. So once you have all of that knowledge and you've got your little flower insight cards, you can really dig down into what a person actually might need. So if someone came to you for this, for yeah. bush flower therapy, okay, why would they come to you? What would be a reason someone would come? Someone maybe they've got low self-esteem. Yep. They're suffering from anxiety or they're trying to be creative and they're finding themselves quite blocked and unable to get to the next stage of their creative project. Yeah, It can be as simple as they just want to deepen their spirituality practice, so their meditation. Yep. And so there are flower essences that can help with that, can access the higher self and open up the, the realms and actually have aura integrity as well while you're actually doing those practices. So a whole range of things. Yeah, okay. And so oils or... They're drops, so yep. I mix them into to 10% brandy so it's an Australian brandy for preservative and then water and then the drops so it's seven drops of whatever flowers that we decide to come up with and you take them as a dropper under your tongue yeah yeah or there's a spray oral sprays as well which are fabulous for carrying around in your purse yeah you need them on the go which I've just taken (laughs) which Tanya just told me that before she walked into the podcast studio Mm -hmm. she took the emergency essence oral spray Yes. So, because you're feeling a bit anxious about coming in. Very anxious. And so, that to me is my go-to. So, how many sprays do you do? Two sprays in your mouth. Hmm. This this one's very fast acting. And so, it's really good to carry with you. My daughter carries it with her for school. So, anxiety when it comes up or that panic attack getting to that point. If you've been in a car accident, it's that trauma response as well. So, that one's a real, for me, it's a real go-to. And so, is it a bit like Rescue Remedy? Yes. Yeah, this is their bark flowers, and these are Australian bush flower essences. So very similar. I have used Rescue yeah. Remedy before. I remember the, the first time I ever emceed a wedding, which was a long time ago. I think I did a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so ne- I'd never done that before. Yeah. I was so nervous. So I remember I'd do that. Oh, okay. So it kind of just like takes the takes the edge off. Yeah, and it also protects the aura as well, particularly if you've been in a trauma, if it's been an accident or a car accident or, or yeah. you know, something that's happened to confrontation, then yeah. it can help build their aura back up to protect yourself, things yeah. like that. But that one for me is the go-to. Yes. So that just kind of like takes the edge off like your nervousness. It just helps yes. bring you down with calm, but also affects your aura. Yeah. Okay. Want to fill your soul with more? Go to thesisterco.com. Can I ask how? I mean, with the aura. Yes. Yeah, so I've had heaps of aura photos. Yeah, lovely. Especially when I go to Byron Bay, go to the Crystal Castle. I love, love an aura that place. photo. And it's really interesting that, you know, depending on what what's going on for you they show up your aura can show up differently in terms of color and size and where those different colors are on your body so 
How does the bushflower essence, because you said that a couple of times, you mentioned that it helps with your aura. Yeah, so when you think about their flower essences, they work on a vibrational level, which is your aura. It's energy. Yes. So they're basically just working on your own energy fields and supporting it. And they're self-adjusting. So if your aura needs fixing in a little area, it will go there. Yes. But if it doesn't need fixing elsewhere, then it doesn't go there and doesn't touch that. It's kind of like Reiki as well in that instance where it's just using what it needs to. So it's really vibrational and energetic healing. Yeah. Okay, years ago, my sister lives in Byron Bay. Uh-huh. So she decided to do an experiment and went and had an aura photo taken every day for a week because it was a, a place in, actually in Byron on the main wow. street that, that did aura photos. Now you have to go up to the Crystal Castle, mm-hmm. but there was a place in town. So she decided that she would do that every day for a week and she's got the photos. And it was interesting on the Sunday when she went, she was incredibly hungover. So she'd gone out Saturday night and hit it a bit too hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sunday, incredibly hungover, and her aura was black. Yep, that's what it does. It was like amazing because, you know, I know a lot of people would, you know, poo-poo that, the, the aura photos mm-hmm. and go, it's not real. But I go, that was interesting that mm-hmm. she went to the same place every day, Sunday, hungover, black aura. Yes, so anything like that, like illicit drugs or alcohol will bring the aura back in closer to the body and it will let other things in. So you're more likely to have an argument or let something get to you or a psychic attack coming in. Whereas if you, if she had gone and meditated for a day and and really increased her vibration, then the aura would actually expand and go back out and change colors. So, yeah, yeah. that's really, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Well, I'm going to say I am feeling very nice and chill right now <laughs> taking the emergency essence oral spray. <laughs> so, did your daughter, did that help her? Yes. Yep. Yep. So, we were able to provide, when I was doing my study, I was able to provide her with specific flowers that were good for her for self-esteem for feeling quite flat and drained for her so I was able to give her ones that were specific for her needs and Mm. she really was able to Mm. come out of that obviously with other help that she needed which is something that we need to say is that this isn't like okay you you don't forego Mm -mm. traditional treatment absolutely not for anything it's just more a complimentary it's like a complimentary therapy that's how I would I would describe it a complimentary yeah and so now she's come out the other side there is an actual spray as well or or an essence remedy called comfort it's for confidence and so she's actually now feeling like she's ready to take on the world so she's actually now taking the confidence one rather than just working on those negative things she's really ready to step out into being the young teenager that she is so it just goes to show that these things can help with other treatments with other treatment yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely it's like when I was going through my breast cancer treatment a long time ago I discovered kinesiology I love that so it was actually going through that breast cancer treatment and that time in my life that I actually discovered like meditation mindfulness and kinesiology (laughs) and again I didn't not have the medical treatment I did not have the chemotherapy or the radiation treatment or the surgery I did not have that but I had the kinesiology because mm-hmm. it actually just helped me learn how to be calmer, to dispel or reprogram any negative beliefs I had about myself or the world. And it helped me with my sense of self to get through that time. So yeah, we're, we're not 
I guess saying it's like okay you don't forego any oh absolutely not yeah it's it's a complimentary therapy definitely complimentary yeah yeah which tell me about Reiki because <laughs> you you've become a Reiki practitioner yeah, as well just so, recently yeah. yeah and I love Reiki mm. yeah so do I I was uh, attuned to Reiki one a few years ago now and it was just something that I wanted to do for myself and yeah. for my daughter and I kind of experimented with my plants like giving them Reiki and seeing how they grew on my food as well for nutritional value and then I was like I really wanted to take it to the next level so for me the Reiki is that energy that I can feel and I can use for myself and for my daughter but being able to then share that with another person so it's that hands-on I'm more of a channel for the universal life force energy that goes into a patient but it's not me doing anything other than being the channel and it's up to that person and their inter- intelligence, their higher intelligence, taking the energy and sending it to where it needs to go in their body, yep. which I think is just great because it's really not me doing the work. Yeah. It's them. Yeah. And they just don't realize it. <laughs> because that's what Reiki is. Yeah. It's about if you might be feeling, and I know I've had Reiki done, I've had Reiki a number of times as well. And, and again, it's usually if I'm like feeling a bit out of sorts mm-hmm. and I can't quite put my finger on it or I might be feeling a bit stressed or anxious I'll go and see like a Reiki practitioner yeah. and and really the Reiki is about channeling through universal love to the person who's having the Reiki absolutely through laying on hands so that they feel calmer that that universal love goes into them absolutely and yeah yeah and it's that uh, it's very grounding it can be very balancing yeah. and a lot of people find that they're quite relaxed when they're having it done and the body then is allowed to do what it needs to do to allow yeah. the energy to come in and to go where it needs to go and unblock what needs to be unblocked yeah but doing energy it safely and yeah and the body will only allow that to happen if it feels safe enough i fall asleep every time i have reiki mm-hmm. so do i <laughs> <laughs> every time but you go there's maybe that's what's meant to happen that's what's meant to be at that time want to save your soul review us on apple podcast Hey, so you've really gone down a whole spiritual path. Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's taken a long time. Yeah. I've always been interested in it, yeah. but it's probably not until the last maybe five or six years where I've really decided and made the choice to go that way and take mm. responsibility for my life. There was a lot of things that I was doing that was, you know, it was alcohol, there was depression, yeah. low self-esteem. And what I really wanted to do was start taking responsibility for myself and my life and my own happiness. Yeah. So I chose to go down this road of coming back yeah. and finding myself and self-discovery and it's kind of led me down all these different pathways yeah. and, and I've really found my little niches with the Australian bushfire essences and Reiki that yeah. have really helped me. I have kinesiology as well. Yeah. You know, I have energy healing sessions as well. But yeah. for me, I've finally gotten to a place where I'm like, I'm ready to actually share this now. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. And I suppose for those people who are listening and may not have started that whole, I suppose it's a journey of self-discovery yeah. and self-observance, observing yourself and also developing your own personal spirituality. Yes. It's been such a life changer for me. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't necessarily believe in that or they're not ready not ready to go down that path. But I just know for myself that it's it it's opened up my world in a whole different mm-hmm. way. And it all started from that time of trauma yeah. with, with the breast cancer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Usually there'll be something that will kind of flick the switch and kind of go, well, hang on a sec. Let's yeah. let's start doing something here that's really going to support yourself. Yeah. You can't be everything to everyone else. Yeah. You've got to start being for you. Yeah. And the belief and the premise is that, is that you know, there's a universal life force mm-hmm. in around all of us. Absolutely. That connects all of us and that that is love. 
yes. that it's the universal life force of love. And so it's by really tapping into that, mm-hmm. tuning into that so that we get your hit of love. Oh, definitely get a hit from love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to word it. Yeah. yeah. And even if you're not spiritually inclined, yeah. even just setting some time aside to become aware of yourself and aware of maybe a response to a situation yeah. or just do a two-minute meditation a day yeah. or do a visualization for four minutes. Yeah. You don't have to get spiritual about it, mm. but you can actually start to rediscover yourself mm. and come back to your truth just by doing little things for yeah. yourself. So before I came into the podcast studio today, I did a 10-minute meditation mm-hmm. at home just on the lounge because I kind of didn't sleep that well last night. I got up this morning and my mind was kind of like just churning over going, yep. okay, who's in, who's in the podcast session today? Okay, what are we going to talk about? That sort of thing. So rather than my mind racing, I was like, no, I need to stop mm-hmm. and actually did a 10-minute meditation. Then all of a sudden – it's like can't total calm and it's like okay ready ready, ready to, to go, go. <laughs> my mind is clear i'm ready to go and we'll yeah. see what arises love it yeah yeah yes. let's get soulful on social media search the sister code facebook page and follow us on instagram tanya <laughs> bush essence practitioner reiki practitioner but you've also just about to release your third book i am yes okay so i love that you're an author Yes. You've self-published author, Mm -hmm. about to release your third book. Tell us about your books. I started writing the trilogy 11 years ago. Yeah. It took a while. Obviously, 11 years is a long time to write three books, but I've been busy doing other things. Yeah. I love romance. I've always read romance, but I also like action and crime books as well. So, I wanted to combine all of them in my books. So, the story came to me. And it was just the two characters to begin with, Amy and Xavier in the first book. And from there, I knew that there was going to be three books. And I knew exactly who the characters were going to be. I just didn't quite know the depth of their stories. But yeah, it's based here in Newcastle, although I wasn't quite prepared to call it Newcastle in the books. It's actually called a different location. I wasn't confident enough to, (laughs) to do that. But for me, it was an outlet and the first book was written pretty quickly. Yeah, And then the second book was written, it took a few years yeah and then the third book has taken me at least five years but it's actually the last book so all of the characters come back and the story wraps up so it's a little bit longer than the other two but yeah for me it had to be done yeah there was just something that was telling me these have to be written so there are so many people that have as a bit of a life goal bucket list thing to write a book yeah it takes a lot of i suppose passion and discipline to actually make that happen yeah you have to you have to want it. Yeah. You have to be willing to make the time to write because it's yep. not something that you just get to do sitting at a kitchen table for five minutes a day. That's not gonna cut it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to want to be on your own. So it's a very solitary sport. So if you're not comfortable sitting for hours at your computer on your own, then maybe yep. writing a book or a long book isn't for you. Maybe write a short story. Yeah, yeah. For me it was more you've got to be willing to adapt to the story so it's this is going to sound weird but your characters tend to go and do their own thing yeah that you don't want them to do so you might be sitting there writing and your characters will go off and do whatever they want to do and you're just basically the channel for them and you come back and you kind of go that's not where the story was meant to go yeah so you've got to really be able to adjust your thinking as well was it her fritz or someone who wrote a book and they talk about that in the creative process and how quite often how you think something is going to uh-huh. go a creative project and it often can diverge into something totally different and, and then how do you deal with that yes 
that's what's happened with all of these books. Yeah. <laughs> the characters have really taken on a life of their own. And whilst I've let them go sometimes, other times I've had to kind of go, actually, we actually have an objective here. We've got to get to the end of the yep. story and to bring them back. So yep. the creative process for me, I love being creative. But when I've had to give up that last book, it was it was difficult. It's sad because yeah. I'm about to, that's it. These characters are done for me. So there's grief and there's, oh God, this is it. I haven't got another thing ready to go. Yeah. So for me to send that off last night to get formatted for the publishers, I was like, this is really, yeah. this is exciting, but this is really sad. I've loved these characters for a decade of my life and now yeah. I'm going to yeah. give them out to the world. <laughs> oh, like your babies. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you know them so well Yeah. because you've written them. What would you say to someone who wants to get started? What's, what's one tip? I have the idea yeah. and just write. Yeah. Just sit and write. Give yourself space to write and join a writing group. Yeah. Even if it's local or if it's just on Facebook or Instagram, wherever you can get it. But I found that that helps. You can get other ideas yeah. from other people. Yeah. The other thing that I would suggest is if you've got a genre that you wanted to write in, say it's romance or it's action, read outside that genre. Yeah. Just to expand your horizons a little bit yeah, as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you self-published. I did. And who did you publish with? So I went through Amazon, oh. uploaded straight through them. I've got the covers done professionally and the formatting done professionally. I paid for that because yep. I wanted really sexy covers and yep. they've come through for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just self-published onto Amazon. Yeah. And it's so easy. And so that's print on demand, isn't it? Yeah. So you don't have to have overhead costs of, and it doesn't cost you anything to publish. Because I remember Balboa Press, which is a, like what they call it a vanity press. Mm-hmm. It's a way to self-publish. I think their pack- publishing packages start at, you know, five and a half grand, something like that. To well, I initially paid for yep. these to be published through a company in the US 10 years ago. And so I actually took them off that format and got them back so I could do my own thing. And so this process, while it's cost me to have the cover designs done and the formatting done correctly, I'm okay with that because I can now publish, I can set my price, I can do my marketing, like I can do all of those things myself and it hasn't cost me anything to actually publish onto Amazon. So what have you learned on on your crazy journey? Because (laughs) I'm like, you work in IT for an imaging company plus you are practicing bush flower essences, Reiki, written three books. What have you learned on this crazy journey that you're on? I think to always learn, uh, actually, is to be open to learning different things for me. It's come in for me is that I've been able to adapt. Yeah. Like I've really, and I've wanted to learn. Like there's that enthusiasm about learning different things, but also being able to be responsible. Like I wanted to do these things. So for me, it was like, let's, let's do it. You've got to be responsible for this. And if this is what you want, then you've got to take the steps to do it because no one else is going to get you there. Yeah. So for me, it was more like, let's take responsibility and do the things that you want to do and the things that you love. Yeah. I love talking about this sort of stuff. So, and doing these sort of things. So for me, it was definitely that lesson and you're never too old to try something new. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in awe of the fact that you've written three books. That's- yeah, for me, it, was gonna, it wasn't a chore. Even though it was over 11 years, it was more like, this just has to be done. Like there was this feeling this within me drive. that had to be done. And if I don't run another thing in my life, even though I've got a thousand things on the go because I tend to just write whatever, yeah. I'll be okay. Yeah. Because I've got my three books that I had to write. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's so good. So what advice do you have for anybody who has a passion and maybe that's different from their profession, but they're nervous or filled with that self-doubt? Make it a priority. Yeah. Just you've got to, you've got to carve out a bit of time to look after yourself. And if that's 
following your passion, even if it's for 10 minutes a day to start off with, then start there and then let it grow. Because this didn't happen overnight for me, all of these things. It's all built up over time. So I think giving yourself permission and giving yourself time and just start, just start doing it. Because we want to share. We want to know. We want to know these things. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so Tanya, how can people buy your books? So on Amazon, the first one, Honor Bound, is up now and Finding Faith will be republished in about two weeks. Okay, so it's Honor Bound. Yep. By Tanya Kelly. Finding Faith. Yep. Finding Faith by Tanya Kelly. And And the last one. Yeah. Coming Home. Coming Home, which will be out. August. August. Yes. So everybody go to Amazon to find those books. Now, where can people find out more about you or if they're interested in in booking? So I have, um, at the moment, it's still very small, but um, on Facebook, it's a business name of In Essence Flower Essences, and they can jump online and can book on there or send me um, details through their Instagram as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea, for coming and sharing a bit of your story and also about those practices again i didn't really i'd heard of the the bushflower essences but didn't really know a lot about it yeah yeah and how that all works yeah it really does so thank you my friend thank you for having me on thanks for listening to hey soul sister with mel histon what would help you on your crazy life journey email melissa at thesisterco.com